From Bryant Denny to Jordan Hare. From the Mitchell Center to Coleman Coliseum. The Bartow and Trojan Arenas. With a combined 75 years of experience in the sports radio world, these guys have spent their professional lives roaming the stadiums and arenas that host your favorite teams. Get ready for Chris Stewart. Throws it out. Norris left alone. Corner three. Red smoking hot. J.D. Byers. Three-step drop. Steps up. Looks. Swatted down. Set. Down he goes. Mike Grace. Curveball right back up the middle. They'll wave out and around third base. Slides into the toes. Good one. And the broadcasters, journalists, coaches, and game changers making today's news. They're all here inside the press box. Welcome to the very first edition of the Press Box Podcast. For my partners Chris Stewart and J.D. Byers, I'm Mike Grace. What you're about to hear is just a slice of our Press Box radio show. Heard on great radio stations across Alabama and online 24-7 at PressBoxRadio.com. This show is our way of sharing with you the access we enjoy to a group of friends and colleagues who, like us, have the honor of working with and around the teams and the sports we all love. Today's friend is Lauren Sisler, a longtime contributor to the pages of AL.com and in recent years a regular on the sidelines during ESPN's coverage of college football. Along with her stellar work around the game, she's found an even bigger mission away from the field. You'll hear about it as Lauren Sisler joins us inside the press box. Hello. I cannot believe I am the first guest. I I can't believe that this is the first time you and I have talked in about six months. (laughs) No kidding. I can't believe it either. Wow. It's so great to hear your voice. All of you guys. Thank you guys so much for this. Uh, you know, I am, um, I don't know, it, it's it, it's crazy how time has just passed us by. You know, we're in 2021 and, um, you know, things have been a little challenging, as everyone knows, but I feel like there's light at the end of the tunnel. We're turning the corner and, uh, you know, uh, trying to navigate this very, very strange time that we've been in here for almost the last year. The uh, of course, Chris kind of gave your resume and your backstory at uh, uh, ESPN, SEC Network, uh, AL.com. But uh, I think after today, the the top of the resume, the first line, will probably be updated quickly that you were the first guest on the press box. Kind of like Bill Murray, David Letterman could always brag he was the first guest. I think I think that's right, David Letterman. Uh, but no, seriously, we we uh, are so happy to have you, Lauren, uh, especially with what's coming up beyond the sidelines and uh, breaking the stigma of addiction. Uh, we we want to give you an opportunity to talk about that in just a moment and uh, how our, our mutual friend Jim Dunaway is going to be involved uh, on the premiere of that. But but first, for our fans who uh, who don't know a whole lot, your, your background, we, we mentioned it earlier when we were talking about the rundown for today's show. You are a former uh, student athlete yourself, a gymnast. That is correct. Yes. And I know this is an audio only show right now, but I always joke with people. I say, you know, I'm five foot nine. So of course they look at me and they're like, uh, volleyball, basketball. And then when I say gymnastics, they're like, what? Aren't you too tall to be a gymnast? I'm like, uh, yeah. But you know, the good Lord above, um, you know, blessed me with height and, uh, I didn't, I, I didn't end up with that very, uh, petite physique like most gymnasts. Um, you know, but of course when I say petite, I also say very strong. 
we all know gymnasts are very strong. Um, you know, but it was a sport that I loved. I, I progressed quickly. I was, um, you know, moved up the ranks and I just had aspirations to be a collegiate gymnast. So where do I go? Rutgers University, um, the state university of New Jersey. And, uh, just very fortunate for the opportunity and love me some gymnastics, you know, but I always tell people too, it's kind of crazy because, uh, you know, with a lot of sports, you know, you can go out in the backyard and play a pickup game of basketball, you know, flag football, two hand touch, whatever you want to do, soccer, gymnastics, mm, no such thing. No such thing. Here, here's the most important thing. How long did it take you to spell Piscataway? <laughs> I know, right? Gosh, I don't even know if I could do it today. I'd have to think about it. Um, Piscataway. Yes, exactly. Uh, Old, you know, hometown I didn't of know New Jersey for that those was. that don't. Yeah. For people that don't know, that is where the State University of New Jersey is located, correct? Yes. Piscataway, okay. New Jersey. Of course, you could say New Brunswick as well. Um, well, that's easy. I can spell at, that. Yeah, I got that's no easy. problem New with Brunswick, that. right? Yep, exactly. So, you know, but, but basically we would always, it, it was always the exit on the turnpike. Like that's, that's where people knew of Rutgers, you know, the exit on the turnpike. Um, but those were my glory days. I miss them. The has been that I was. Lauren, you're anything but a has been my friend. You started, <laughs> you started and ended the college football season at Crampton Bowl in beautiful Montgomery, Alabama this, this past uh, year. Talk about how challenging this 2020 season was for you and your ESPN and SEC Network uh, comrades to try to get this season done. Yeah, the Crampton Bowl certainly becoming my home away from home. I did the FCS kickoff last year. Looked quite a bit different this year, as you mentioned, um, you know, during this pandemic. You know, it, it's kind of crazy because even leading up to the season, we're, we're middle of July and still didn't really know what was going to happen, um, you know, if and when we were going to have a football season. So, you know, as we got a little bit closer to that kickoff game and finally got our assignments, I was like, wow. And you know, it's crazy. So that, of course, being the first game of the college football season, I just didn't understand quite the magnitude of it. You know, I've been obviously a part of sports for a very long time. I've been a part of some historic moments. But obviously, none of us have been a part of this pandemic situation to this magnitude and experienced it this way. And so, you know, just to be a part of that, some of the challenges that come with it, I kind of joked about this, um, you know, but there is some truth to it. So, you know, obviously, we had to do the six six foot apart interviews with the coaches. And so, you know there was no practice for that, right? Like the coaches are used to doing it a certain way. And the first thing they want when they like, it's halftime, get me in the locker room. So really they're not that interested in talking to us as reporters anyways. So of course, um, you know, the, the, the first couple of games coaches having to do the whole come out, they look at this microphone that's standing there. The process did get tweaked some, thank goodness, but there was like a speaker. And so the speaker would, blast my voice out to them so they could hear me. They would respond to the microphone. I could hear them in my IFB. So it was kind of an interesting situation, but I always joked about this. There's certain coaches, I don't have to necessarily name them, that would be very thrown off by that situation. Coaches are very routine, habitual people, right? They got to have everything like the same. And 
I felt sorry for the reporters that had to ask the coaches that don't like to be off schedule those first few questions during the pandemic season because I know that it was not fun. No, it, it was an odd year for everyone, no doubt about that. Lauren, we're up about uh, two and a half, three minutes left. Tell us about the documentary that's coming out and, and how important it is really to all of us. Yeah, so I, uh, you know, I, um, I don't know how much of my story you told, but when I was a freshman at Rutgers University, I lost both of my parents uh, to prescription drug overdoses within a few hours of each other. And it was very unexpected. It was a, uh, you know, a, a very tragic, devastating um, situation um, that unfolded in the matter of hours. And, you know, my family and I were left to pick up the pieces. We were devastated by it, couldn't understand why, asking all these questions. How did this happen right in front of us? How did we not know? And so those are the, the those are the questions that I want to answer for people. Those are the questions I want to educate people with, bring awareness to the epidemic that we're facing, and that is, um, ad, you know, the 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 addiction that we're facing, especially in this country right now, uh, coming off this pandemic, you know, uh, a, a addiction and overdose is, is higher than ever right now. It, it's increased by over 15 percent just in the matter of recent months due to this pandemic and some of the, you know, the fallout and the side effects and things that we're faced with and the challenges. So my goal is to bring awareness to it, bring education, bring prevention materials, help people to understand that it's out there and ultimately shatter the stigma. People don't want to talk about it. They're afraid to talk about it. They're afraid to stand up and say, I've got a problem. My son's got a problem. My daughter, my aunt, my uncle, my mom, my dad, whomever, because there's such a stigma that surrounds it. And I want to break that stigma. And so I'm using this premiere of my documentary that we actually have had uh, kind of on the shelf for a little while just due to the pandemic and some other things. Um, so we're finally ready to get it out there for people to see. So it's a short 20-minute documentary that kind of illustrates my story, my family's story, my parents' story to start the conversation. And then we're going to have a panel discussion afterwards. Um, Jim Dunaway uh, with the Jocks Roundtable will be moderating, good friend of mine, a good mentor. And then Dr. Stephen Taylor, uh, the medical director of the NBA, that's the National Basketball Association's uh, player assistance and anti-drug program. So he'll be helping us navigate some of those questions, have a, a, a discussion about addiction, prevention, recovery, what can we do to help? Where can you go for help? How do we have those tough conversations with our kids um, and our family members and the community, right? Lauren Sisler, our guest inside the Press Box. Learn more about her new documentary, Beyond the Shadows, online at laurensisler.com. You can also find her on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn as Lauren Sisler. Well, that's it for this first edition of the Press Box Podcast, available on both Apple and Google Podcast, plus iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and most likely wherever you find your favorite podcast. To find the Press Box Podcast or to find us on social media, simply search for Press Box Radio 1. That's Press Box Radio and the number one. And we'd love to hear from you, so shoot us an email anytime at theguys at PressBoxRadio.com. That's the guys at PressBoxRadio.com. Until next time, for my partners Chris Stewart and J.D. Byers, I'm Mike Grace, thanking you for joining us here inside the Press Box.